This is Manya from Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. Along with my co-host Terry, we love talking about friendships, talking with others who think about friendships, and learning about these important relationships in our lives. If you like this content, please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash projectbff, or subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcast app. If you have a podcast, consider hosting it on Buzzsprout. We love it. They make it so easy. And we have a link in our show notes for you. Thanks. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey there, everyone. This is Manya from Friendshipable. And this is Terry from Friendshipable. And together we are Project BFF and we are excited to bring you this podcast episode where we are talking about a friendship recession. I'm For not heaven's the kind sakes, that what is Congress that can do anything about. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is one recession we or can't, the government do, something can't do anything about. about. Yes, but this is something, yeah, we can do something about. This so, one was interesting. Yep. It was interesting. And, you know, we have talked, it's something we talk about almost every episode. A lot of things you read about friendship talk about the importance of strong social relationships. Um and there's even, they just did a study, there is a study that looked at um, American men and their friendships, and it's where we got the term, or they talk about a friendship recession, mm-hmm. but they talk about that strong social relationships matter more than being a healthy weight, and it's comparable yeah. to stopping smoking is mm-hmm. the positive benefits of being a friend. Isn't so, that amazing? Yeah, it is amazing. And so then that makes me a little worried about a friendship recession. If we've got all these positive, positive things, positive health benefits correlated with being a friend, is a friendship recession a bad thing? Well, yes. Um, I don't know. I think just the definition of the word itself, no matter what you're applying it to, means something, there's a deficit in something, something is lacking. But it also, you know, stems from what was reported for this that it, people across the board are reporting that they have they don't have as many close friends as they had in the past. More and more than ever, they have less and less close friends. Um, and one of the things that comes up is what usually comes up when we talk about what's what's some of the obstacle has been to maintaining friendships has been the pandemic, the global Mm -hmm. pandemic. Um, But I think now, you know, it could have been at its start from the beginning of that, but it's part of a bigger picture. This also cites that there's a decline in, and this is a a quote from the article, there's a decline in religious involvement there's lower marriage rates and the, and the changes in, that are happening in the workplace are being attributed for creating what they call a surge in disconnection. So that's that really touches upon the core of what people are involved with 24-7 every day of their lives. So there's every, yeah, so... All the numbers are pointing down. Yes. And one of the experts quoted in the interview talks about 
you know, other factors that have led to friendships evaporating things like, um, you know, people are, are moving in search of work. Yes. Yeah. Um, So if you're, if you are leaving the community where you grew up and you built friendships, or you're leaving a community where you've lived for years and built friendships, if you're needing to move for work, whether it's a, you're moving city or country, or, um, you know, you are priced out of the housing market Mm -hmm. is happening in a lot of locations around the world, a lot of cities, it's getting incredibly expensive. And Mm -hmm. if then you need to move because you can't afford anymore, now you might be giving up some of those relationships. Um, And, you know, some people have to work longer hours, or you've got people working in the gig economy who have multiple jobs to, to bring in enough money, which then makes them uh, well, they're unavailable for yeah. any kind of, you know, quality relationship or friendship. Right. So you can see why or how you can see how this can happen, even to, even to somebody who spends a lot of time thinking about friendships and wanting to build friendships. Situation can just happen where, um, you know, you move away or you just don't mm-hmm. have the capability for because of what's happening in your life to have a to be focused on friendships. Right. And added to all of that, another big factor is the increased amount of time we spend on our phones, increased screen screen time. And so many people are doing that more and more. And part of it though, is because because of the economies, um, there's no longer this funding has been cut in certain circumstances to places where people would congregate like libraries Mm -hmm. and other places like that, where you would get together and meet with people and get to know people. So people are spending more insular time, just, just, you know, scrolling, you know, through their phones rather than actually doing something and engaging with other people. God, I think some depressing. of <laughs> it is a little bit, but I think yeah. some of that's also pandemic related. Absolutely. Too. Yeah. As we are recording this, we're in year three of the pandemic and mm-hmm. it, we actually still are in a pandemic and there are people who are still taking precautions. And mm-hmm. um, so Early on, we were all taking precautions and we were all kind of becoming really insular and, and doing things in our homes and trying to maintain our friendships. But, right. um, you know, and now more of us are getting out and doing things, um, but it's still troublesome for a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. So we're still in an environment where we're not all comfortable just getting right back into the swing of things and doing events where we're hanging out with friends. And um, so I think we can't discount the impact of the pandemic is still having on people's ability to feel connected. Right. And the other um, piece of that too is, you know, we we were remote working, like you were saying a couple of years ago, but there are a lot, still a lot of businesses whose the majority of their employees are still remote working. Yes. And there are so many benefits to remote work for so many people Sure, um, on, you know, for the employers and for the employees, but we know it does, it does make it more difficult to build those work friendships Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, are quite valuable for 
people for all sorts of reasons. I wonder, uh, I'm trying to think if I know of anybody, I mean, in that situation, um, for the most part, I mean, functionally, I, I know in some circumstances I have, you know, learning to where relationships in the workplace are concerned, learning to now function like that mm-hmm. and not losing any productivity because of it. But it's more in the friendships and the inter and the relationships that we're, yes. we're losing that. And um, I know to some degree too, every once in a while, there's a, there's some sort of situation in a school where whether it's weather related or some other kind of um some other thing that's preventing kids from getting to school, they'll immediately flip to the homeschooling. And that's mm-hmm. that's that's an isolated thing, but it's more of the bigger picture because it means people are still, you know, we're still not having this the the pre-pandemic um opportunities and and routines that we had that kept those relationships intact. Right. Right. And to kind of parallel to what you were saying about, you know, we're still in an iffy time with the pandemic and people are suddenly, you know, maybe having to stay home for kids if schools get closed. Um, That also has to do with the the stage of life that you're in. We talked about this in the previous episode that, you know, if you are in an, you're in an early career and your friends are in an early career, you have more things in common with them, more opportunities to spend time with them. Mm -hmm. If you are in a different life stage, if your friends have young children and you don't have children, um, that can be difficult to find the time because you're busy in different ways. And I think layering those different stages of life on top of the difficulty of the pandemic, um, you know, so not only is it harder to we're working from home, so we're not hanging out at work. But now at home, I'm dealing with a completely different life stage than you are at home. So even the little bit of time that I might have available is just not going to align with the time that you have available. I think we're kind of seeing a confluence of a lot of these things playing out. No, I think some of these, these studies were done before the pandemic. So it's we're not only talking about the pandemic. I think true, true. that the that the lockdowns and some of the health, you know, the public health concerns we've had over the last few years have exacerbated some of these challenges mm-hmm. in our friendship relationships. Absolutely, absolutely, and it and it sounds like because of the the other things mentioned, where you know, decline of of people. Um, you know, like we were talking about the workplace and, you know, the disconnection that's being caused, how that's, as you were talking, I was thinking about what is, that's the bigger picture. This is on a, a, a decline and how to flip it and how to let that grow again. Because as, as we've talked about in other contexts, the importance of um, our friendships and those relationships on our health and well-being. Mm-hmm. So by connection, that means that this is a trend that is continuing 
to, to happen. And the percentages of people feeling disconnected and the decline in engagement with one another in all of these places that we used to go to continues. Um, what does that really say about those friendships and those relationships? How the new ones, how do the new ones get started? How do the right. existing ones um, become tighter? Right. I've got a ton of questions. I don't have any of the answers for it, but so I'm going to ask it's a, concerns. I'm going to ask a question as an answer to your question. Okay. So, or each of us has our own level of the number of friends we want to have, the number of friends we feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we feel that we're missing, when we feel we're having a friendship recession right? right suddenly so that is not a standard measurement it is unique to each of us feeling that we're missing and that we've lost friends or that we're missing so i guess it's well everything about friendships is so individual but uh-huh. i think about you know you might be listening to this and thinking what do you mean friendship or recession? I have lovely friends. I love my friends. We spend time together, even through the pandemic, we figured it all out. And that's, that's wonderful. But I think people, I guess it's, I'm, I'm kind of stumbling here. I guess what I'm thinking is it's self-reported. It's, I feel like I am now missing out. I have lost friends. I, we have, you know, they're, there's the data, more people are saying that they don't have mm-hmm. close friends, yeah. but that is self-defined. Um, and, but more, yeah, I'm kind of going, I'm going all over the place here, but I guess, you know, it's, some of these factors are outside of our control. Um, yeah. yeah. But some, some things we can control, like you were saying, is starting to think about new ways to make friends and mm-hmm. um, thinking about, new outreach and and it sucks sometimes to feel like you know i I feel like i'm missing out i don't have as many friends as i want i've lost friends i don't feel like there's anybody close to me right and now i have to do some work to to change that um you know because what's hard is is taking the the um the recognition of feeling that way and get and deciding to take the motivation to do something about it that's the hard part yes how do i you know we talk about you know long-standing friendships and relationships and things like that but if the if a group of people or several people are in the same, no, I was going to say in the same situation, it's, it's hard to really kind of, you know, move that forward and move those numbers um, higher. But it, I think it really boils down to individuals who, who can recognize that and make that big, for a lot of people, it's a big step to walk out the door and find the time. And I know what it's like, and Mani, I know you do too. I know what it's like to not be able to find the time for the things that you you want to do but maybe it's a matter of it it has to change and become a, a 
a priority for if you look at it as your individual health and well-being, I need to find or, or reconnect with friends and find people who have similar interests to me that even for a couple of hours to do something together. Yes. And you have to want to do that work because it is a little bit of work, whether it is it's a lot of work, whether it's meeting new people or maybe yeah. rekindling old friend, older friendships. Um, and, you know, what is it that spurs somebody on to make change? It's typically that it's whatever the situation is, it's gotten bad enough that we decide we need to change it. And and that again, that level is completely different for everybody. Losing one friend out of a large group of friends could spur one person onto action. And losing almost every friend might not be enough to spur somebody else into action. Um, but it's it's when have you when have I gotten to a point where it's bad enough that I know I need to make a change. And now what are the actions I need to take right. to do it? And we I, also know there there can be a lot of emotion tied up with friendship relationships and losing friendships mm -hmm. and um, self-esteem fears. And that can make it hard for somebody, even when they decide they want to make a change, it can be hard to take those mm -hmm. steps to make a change because mm -hmm. they're just not emotionally in a place where that feels safe. I am so, so glad that you you shifted this to being a change effort that somebody has to make. Um, under any circumstances, change is not easy. And it's so easy to, to just get up in the morning and go, oh, today's not the day. Or I, I, just, I was yesterday, I really felt like I wanted to join that volunteer group and do something like that. But you know what? No, today, no, I don't feel like it today. Um, change is hard. And I'm thinking, and I'm sure you've got dozens of examples that you've had to do that personally and professionally too. Change is not fun, but, <laughs> but you're right. This is the, the way to turn this around person by person is to find the, um, the drive to, to make that change and to, um, yeah, that's, that's a tough one. And, and that's where it starts being detrimental to somebody's health when they can't do that. But. Right. And, you know, we, we all, I think at various times in our lives experience the friendship recession. I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. I, I think we, I think we are going through a particular time when it is more widespread now, which is mm -hmm. unfortunate. Um, but we know the kinds of steps to take to move on from that mm -hmm. um, whether you know whether the circumstances that caused it are external like a global pandemic that shut down the world and now you can't go back to your office mm -hmm. or something personal something you know that's going on in your own life or your own relationships that makes it difficult to maintain those friendships whatever the cause um you know it's just it is this something i need to I want to change. Do I know how to make the changes? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we have a lot of content about the steps to making friendships and it's, it comes down to the magic formula is time and shared interest. Uh-huh. 
and a desire on both parts yeah. to, to build a friendship. So that isn't easy, but the steps are not a mystery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to, it can be very, very small steps and just something that, yeah, probably things that we probably all have opportunities to do that so many times during the day and we don't realize it. I know. <laughs> so, you know, but I like the idea of the way you you talk about it, of addressing what this really, if you looked at this, this information that we're talking about in the whole, it's like, oh, it's just like weighs you down. Um, and it's, it, it is a reality, but, um, but individually, and maybe being aware of, maybe there's, there's individuals we haven't spoken to in a while, or been in contact with a while, you know, for both, for both of our, um, benefits, make that connection, you know, yeah. just to, you know, cause you don't know who else is kind of feeling the same thing. And again, this sounds really, you know, greeting card ish kind of stuff. <laughs> um, but it's what it boils down to is just taking um, some small action for yourself ultimately. And then uh, in doing that, you're probably um, by reaching out to somebody else, probably helping them along the way too. Absolutely. And I wanted to add one other thing that um, they talked about in the article and we have talked about in the past, which is something that people refer to as the Dunbar number, uh -huh. which is named after an evolutionary psychologist named Robin Dunbar, did some studies and came to the conclusion that really um, what he defined as shoulder to cry on friends, like just really close, intimate friends five is really the limit for most people. And there are other studies that show that three is the limit of that kind of friend mm -hmm. for most people. So, you know, <laughs> losing one of those friends certainly can make a big difference in, in your life. But I guess I wanted to throw that out there just as a reminder to people who are thinking we're kind of talking in abstracts about numbers yeah. of friends that people have, that in fact, most people have a small number of close friends mm -hmm. and then you've got the you know next layer of of close but maybe not super close friends so the and again in 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 our individual lives the friendship recession is based on our own based on our own numbers but we're not talking about people who have you know dozens and dozens and dozens no. of close, no. close friends. That is not something that is typical for most people. Right. It's not sustainable for most people. No, no. Because how, how really personally close can you be to a whole group of people? It's, right. you know, yeah. So thank you for, and thank you for, um, you know, talking about the Dunbar information again. Yeah, we've referred to that in the past too. So yeah, it is, you know, maybe we can each make, take it upon ourselves to just be more cognizant of maybe people of our own selves too. If we, if we find ourselves, you know, just kind of withdrawing and not doing anything um, of just taking, you know, some small measure to either benefit ourselves or somebody that we think probably does need that, that bit of connection right now. 
Yeah. So, um, so reach so out that, to your friends. Yes. Quick talk talk to your have. friends. Yes. So that a picture kind of, of a cat. Via, <laughs> I seem to do that a lot. I share a lot of cats via Instagram with my friends. Um, um, just as a touch point. And yes. Yeah. It's silly, but I mean, if we're spending time on our phones anyway, let's just share. Yeah. Just reach out to somebody and let them know. Yeah. That you're there. So, so then, yeah, it was, it's interesting to look at this. There are, you know, it's kind of, like I said, it's kind of, you know, disconcerting, but I think and again, Lon, you switch it around to change and change is, is what it requires. And each of us has to just kind of see if we can make one small, um, you know, action towards, um, towards getting rid of the recession. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what? We're all just doing the best we can. Yeah. And that comes to the recessions, whatever kind of recession you're talking about, comes to our friendships. Um, so thank you everybody for listening and thank you all. Thank you for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye.